You are now listening to the Claim It podcast <laughs> with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. The purpose of this podcast, whether it's me talking to you solo or a guest episode, is that I really hope that you show yourself some more compassion and like think more about what it is that you are telling yourself and the way that you feel about yourself. Like, where is that from? It's likely conditioning from the outside world and that you can question your own thoughts. You can question your feelings too. You can question your beliefs. Today, uh, I want to talk about a couple of things. One being like, there is so much information out in the world (laughs) on the best way to do this, the best way to do this. This is how you should be doing this. It is. It's a lot of shoulds, whether they're using the actual word should or not. We are so, so blessed. That's the word that came to me. And I was trying to think of a different word to use. We're so blessed that in this day and age, we have access to so much information. You know, we can Google things easily. Um, Social media has people from all around the world who have been successful in many different ways, telling us the way for us to also do it. There are so many brands of whatever it is. Oh, I, you want some skincare products? Oh, you want to make a smoothie? You want a protein powder? Uh, whatever. Oh, a water bottle? This is the best water bottle to drink out of. No, this is the best water. Has anybody noticed <laughs> that? How like the must-have water companion <laughs> changes to like I don't remember I can't even remember what there's like all these different brands and even so the one that my products I use my insulated tumbler is from the simple modern brand and that's the one that Tinks and Lauren from uh, skinny confidential is that it like I don't know a lot of big influencers, Liz Moody, were all saying this is the best cup. This is the best cup. This is the best cup, um, the insulated uh, water cup. And that it just happens to be I I found them on my own and started using them for my own brand to, to print my sayings on um, before people were talking about the must have cup. And then when they were talking about it, I was like, oh, see, I use the must have cup. You can buy it with my empowering phrases in my store. Anyway, and now then there's like this other kind that I'm seeing is like the must have cup with the huge handle on it. That's like skinny on the bottom and then big and the huge straw. And this, this is now, this is the best cup to drink out of. (laughs) Right? So even something as simple as here is a, a, a container to take with you so that you have your water. Like it's constantly shifting and getting so much information about which cup you should be using. It's, it's a cup. It's, it's, it's a cup. They're all basically like the same in different ways. Anyway, 
so much information out there. So many people saying, this is the way to do it. This is the product. This is it. It's freaking overwhelming. There's so much noise out there. There are so many ways to do things. And that can be overwhelming. And so reminding you to quiet yourself and to figure out which way is going to work for you. Which one are you leaning most towards? And that you don't have to have a thesis about why you're going to choose or try the way that you are. Just allowing yourself to feel into, okay, yeah, I'm going to try this way. Oh, I'm going to try that. It's like, oh, you want to start a business. This is the way you must do it. This is the way you must do it. This is the way you must do it. People can follow proven methods and make them successful. And also people can not follow a method at all and sort of stumble through it and blow up. The point of what I'm saying is, you never freaking know. (laughs) You never know what's going to work for you. So what's most important is just, all right, I'm leaning towards this. This feels right to me. And it can be really hard to figure out what's right for us to choose, whether it's what skin cleansing product to buy or way to try to open a business when we're so divulged, deluded with the shoulds and we don't know how to trust ourselves and our own voice. And of course, that's what I go real deep into in my book, F the Shoulds, Do the Wants. Get clear on who you are, what you want, why you want it. Go get it at ftheshouldsdothewants.com. If you already have it, please leave a review on Amazon, Goodreads, anywhere that you bought the book or talk about books. Um, But yeah, so I actually want to read from one of the chapters in the book today. Chapter 7, What Will This Mean About Me? The Fear of Being Judged. Because um, there's another chapter, actually, that's more about, you know, listening to yourself and your intuition that could be more lined up for what I already started to talk about. But I just really think that it is so important to continuously remind you and me, everyone, about this, how we are often being the biggest judge of ourselves. Okay, so, so much of our lives are driven and dictated by the fear of being judged. This fear is one of the biggest things that holds us back and robs us of our joy. I noticed that whenever I would fumble between a should versus a want, it was because there was this concern deep down about what other people will think about me or judge me for. Unknowingly, we often make what we assume other people may think about us to be more valuable than our own opinion of ourselves. Even to this day, after having laser focus on shoulds for over a decade, I regularly find I have to pull myself out of the deep depths of worry and doubts that come with the fear of being judged and what will others what do others slash what will others think about me? 
The good news is that I am now able to uncover these feelings and expose them for what they are so that I can get back to what really matters and you will be able to now too once you start to pay attention to the shoulds and what's underneath from previous chapters. Years ago, when I was preparing to launch my first professionally designed website, I learned one of the biggest lessons of my life. I was living in New York City at the time and had planned out a photo shoot with an uber-talented photographer, Brett, who was a friend of mine. I was so freaking excited. I made up these handwritten cardboard signs to hold up in the photos saying things like, what you want wants you and fuck your fears. I had a couple of fun outfits packed to wear with these metallic high tops I loved. I took more time than I normally did to do my hair and makeup as I prepared for the shoot. The vision I had of standing on the busy streets of New York City holding my signs was about to come true. I was about to leave to meet Brett when I snapped into the reality that I would be posing as the obvious subject of a photo shoot in a giant, um, or standing on the hip downtown streets with a pro photographer and a giant light reflector thing <laughs> aimed at me. Oh shit, what are people gonna think when they see me having my photo taken? Who is that girl? Why is she having photos taken? She obviously isn't important. She isn't thin enough or pretty enough or cool enough to have her photo taken. In an instant, all of these judgments were being thrown at me. And then I realized I was still standing alone in my apartment. All of those judgmental thoughts that had gone through my mind, all of those worries of what everyone would be thinking about me, were my own thoughts. My own inner judgments had taken over. I was suddenly faced with these very real beliefs that existed within me, that I was not worthy of having my photo taken on the New York City streets. I saw crystal clear for the first time that the judgments that I worried other people may have of me were actually my own. They were thoughts beliefs, judgments that existed within me. Damn. Acknowledging that those were my own judgments was heartbreaking. It was easier to live in a world where I believed that I was secure in myself and that it was just the messed up world that judged me for my size, outfit choices, messy hair, imperfect skin, and more. I had been clinging to the belief that I loved myself ever since I chose to live at 15, and it was true. I did love myself, but I wasn't being honest about and facing the very real judgmental thoughts that I had about myself that were not so loving. Beliefs about how I should look and be that formed at a young age when I was told I was fat as a child. From then on, I had been comparing myself to other people that the world idolized for their thinness and beauty. I had internalized the belief that my worth was tied to how my body looked. When I turned the tables on myself and saw that what I was afraid other people would judge me for was actually my own inner judgments of myself, it sucked. But it was also such a life-changing slap in the face, wake up call. Now that I saw that a part of me still believed those things, that I felt that I wasn't enough because my external appearance didn't fit into some unreal standard, I was able to face those fucked up beliefs. Now that I had acknowledged and faced my inner judgments, I got to question them. 
is that really what I believe? I wish I could tell you that I didn't, but yeah, a part of me unfortunately believed and can still struggle with these not enough beliefs that are tied to my external appearance. And that is due to all the shoulds that are embedded in us, the shoulds that start to become part of our own beliefs, and it sucks. But we are not stuck with our initial thoughts, feelings, and judgments. We can question them. So a part of me really felt less than, like I wasn't beautiful enough, important enough, interesting enough, thin enough to have my photo taken, because that was the message I had received from the media. I did not fit the mold that I was sold, but I was able to question these beliefs. Did I really want to believe that? Did I really want to believe that I was not worthy of having photos taken for a website where I would be empowering people to own who they are and take their lives and minds into their own hands? Fuck no, I didn't want to believe that. So I asked myself, is that really what I want to believe about myself? What do I want to believe? I want to believe that even though I am not stick thin like a supermodel, like the supermodels I grew up admiring, I am completely worthy of being seen, of being heard, of sharing my voice and using my own face and body as they are to represent myself and my mission. And just that, just by being honest with myself and going beneath the programming that has been layered onto me by the diet-obsessed world I grew up in, to ask myself, what do I want to believe? I opened up space for a new reality, for an expansion of my beliefs, and I gave myself a new life motto. From that day forward, I carried around with me the mantra of, the only judge of me is me to remind me that, ma what, that what matters most is what I believe to be true about myself and to keep coming back to these questions when the what will they think worries arise. What am I telling myself? Do I believe that? Do I want to believe that? What do I want to believe? The only judge of me is me reminds me to stop worrying about what others may or may not think about me and to keep coming back to what do I think about me? What do I believe about me? Why do we put so much weight on what others think and so little weight on what we think about ourselves? The fear of being judged is actually a mask for the judgments we have of ourselves. When you see that it is actually your own shoulds and judgments of yourself that are holding you back, you begin to question, move through, and heal those judgments. Psst, Trisha here. All right, I started this podcast off talking about how there's so many choices for all the things. One of those things being including protein powders are just simply ingredients or in products to nurture and nourish you regardless of what they are. Okay, well, one product that I swear by are Sprout Living 
amazing plant-based protein blends. Their blends are absolutely freaking delicious and they have the best ingredients. Seriously, I have been around the world multiple times, have gotten protein powders from all over the world. I have gone through so many different brands and the thing is, some of them are overly sweet and filled with a lot of filler and ingredients that you don't need and that actually can cause bloating and other digestion problems. Some of them have great ingredients um, and taste awful. (laughs) And so then you are trying to mix so many more things in and sweeteners, finding your perfect sweeteners into the smoothie or whatever you're making because they might have great ingredients, but they taste awful. Sprout Living's are made with the best ingredients and they have the perfect level of natural sweetness. You can really taste the difference and they only use real, powerful superfoods, adaptogens, and nootropics, which makes the protein blends multifunctional. So it's not just a protein powder. Their ingredients are really supporting your mind, your body, and more functions than just here's some protein. So they are made up of, there's no gums, there's no thickeners, there's no natural flavorings. They are powered by only whole food ingredients. They're formulated are in a kitchen, not a lab. They have a wide variety of flavors and including hypoallergenic blends. There really is something for everyone. They're so delicious. The perfect level of sweetness. Uh, If you like matcha, definitely check out the Mindful Matcha. There's a coffee blend. There's a chocolate one. There's a vanilla one. There are so many different flavors. Honestly, every single one that I've tried has been spot on. So good that I will even, when I don't have time, will just take two scoops with water and a shaker cup and take it to go. And it tastes good just mixed with water. And I feel the benefits. I feel grounded, yet energized. My digestive system has really... um, changed a lot ever started I since I started adding these to my days like no bloating uh, I can't recommend them enough so go check out sproutliving.com and use code claimit20 for 20% off once again sproutliving.com claimit20 for 20% off okay so that was the first section of that chapter in my book chapter seven what will this mean about me I am going to jump. There's little sections in each chapter. I'm going to jump a section. So there's more. There's more in the book. If you have it, go refresh your memory. If you don't have it, go get it. But I'm going to jump to another section. The fear of being judged has us questioning our wants. This may sound silly to you, but this was something I truly felt shame around a couple of years ago. I have always loved to read. I remember being a kid and reading a book on some summer days at home, like reading an entire book a day. Uh, I re- My love of reading picked back up once I was living on tour buses and airplanes crisscrossing the globe. I love to read biographies, memoirs, and novels and always had a few on me. 
When I started to become part of the personal development and wellness world with my brand, Your Joyologist, I noticed that I was afraid to admit that I read novels. I would tell people I forgot what I was reading or what the last book I read was when they asked. I would hide the books so no one would see them. I didn't even allow myself to read them for a while. What will it mean about me if people know that I love to devour novels, including, including light beach read romance novels? What was happening was an internal judgment. I was ashamed that I was reading novels and not books that were meant to give me knowledge and growth. I felt that I should be reading all the newest and oldest self-help and educational books. I should only be doing wellnessy self-improvement things. I should be doing something more productive with my time. I should be doing something better. The shoulds will have us judging ourselves for how our wa- or for our wants. They have us judging us for what brings us joy and for what nurtures us. They make us afraid to own our wants. What makes us come alive? What serves and nurtures us for fear of being judged? For fear of what will this mean about us? But here's the thing. What matters most is what I believe to be true about me. What matters most is what you believe to be true about you. So when I feel shame, when I feel this pressure of, or this what if they find out feeling, this what will this mean about me feeling, I get to ask myself, well, Trisha, what do you believe this means about you? I get to look deeper. Do you believe that reading novels is a waste of your time? Do you believe that because you read novels, you must not have anything wise to say? Do you believe that people who want to support others are only allowed to be growing, learning, and sharing and are not allowed to do anything that entertains and nurtures them? No, no, and no, I don't. I love to read novels. For me, it is a major act of self-care and relaxation to fully immerse myself in a novel because I can't multitask while doing it and my brain gets to shut off from working, developing, and creating. And these fictional stories are often entertaining, enriching, and educational because they open me up to a broader experience of life. If we don't question these feelings of what we should and should not be doing, we end up living with shame, fears, and inner judgment from even the smallest of life choices. Also, in the questioning, you may get clear about a change you do want to make, a habit that you do want to stop, a place where you do want to try on and make space for different possibilities. And it will be coming from you instead of from a place of thinking about what others will think about you. It will come from what you want for you. For instance, I could have decided that, yes, I love to read read novels and I want to make space to read more educational books. Ask yourself, what do I believe this means about me? What do I want for myself? What are my own inner judgments keeping me from doing? (sighs) Seriously, I hope that you have been paying attention to your shoulds or just your own inner judgments, period. And just seeing how much like you are likely stealing joy from your life and making things so much harder by feeling like you're not allowed to do the things that you like, by feeling you should be doing something different or more or blah, blah, blah. 
uh, and a lot of times those aren't even motivating you to do the other things. You're just sitting in this shame and an I'm not good enough beliefs. And it's so annoying. Let yourself enjoy your life. Let yourself enjoy the things that bring you joy. They don't have to be the things that bring other people joy. They don't have to be the things that entertain other people. We're allowed to choose what works for us. You're allowed to try different things and change things. Just like at the beginning, how I was saying people can become successful from following so many different methods. People can have joy and be enough for all their own methods, for all their own ways of what works for them. There is more in this book that I want to read to you. <laughs> um, but I really want you to soak it up for yourself. I'm going to stop with that chapter here. Again, please go get the book. Get it. There's an audio version. You can get it on Audible. Um, there's an e-reader version. There's a paperback version. You can go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com to find links to all the spots or, you know, go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever you normally buy your book, Audible. And really, I just want you to take with you for your rest of the day, like noticing where you start to judge yourself, whether it's by feeling like your body type isn't is like some version you've been taught is the best way to be uh, your outfit, what you do when you relax, what you eat, whatever, pay attention to where you're judging yourself. And that might be asking yourself, is this really what I want to believe? And maybe it is something you want to change about yourself and then seeing that, that that is a want for you. And then how can you support yourself in making that choice? Again, tips in the book. And also just maybe being like, yeah, this is what I do. This is what I look like. This is what I want to eat. And that is okay. That's perfect. Love yourself up. Celebrate yourself. Life is short. You need to be kinder to yourself. Okay? I'm sending you so much love. For more love and support, please join my From the Heart community on Substack. It's trishahuffman.substack.com. I send out heart talks, pep talks, mind talks four to five times a week um, via written and audio. They're usually much shorter audios than these podcasts are, like three to five minutes to give you a little dose. I've got one-on-one -on -one coaching spots available as of now. Hit me up because even if I don't have spots available when you are interested, I can put you on a wait list. And um, yeah, I'm here sending you love and I want you to be sending you love to give yourself more compassion. Drop the freaking judgments.